Last time, <laughs> we'll start it again. Last time on Tori Velis, we had our band of adventurers split up into a kind of interesting party. Marigus stayed back with um, Ace and Ifa. Well, the rest of our band, Elvera, Marigold, Slothiel, and Scrappy, went on their own. As you guys traveled, the half that went, which was Salathiel, Scrappy, Marigold, and Alvera, you guys went to the Dorn Hills. As you guys approached the Dorn Hills, you guys walked for probably about a good, better half of a day. Meanwhile, our lone companion, Marigus, stayed back with Ifa and Ace. As you guys have stayed back, you guys had a slower start to a morning in the midst of kind of a chaotic last night and a chaotic day before. You guys seen two actual like small little baby um, owlbear cubs come running out and to Mergus's displeasure, um, they interacted with you guys and allowed them to get closer um, thanks to Ifa, well, Ace kind of seemed to recuperate somewhat unknowingly and a little bit miraculously in the midst of just kind of the interaction with the owl bears. For those who didn't stay in the woods and went further into the hills, you guys searched, and you guys had found, in the midst of your guys' search, some big giant prints that had been left by some sort of creature. Some of the widest points of these prints probably measured about five feet wide. They seem to be coming from the direction against which you guys are currently going. So, hoping that it doesn't circle back or doesn't present itself in some other location. You guys continued forward, looking for Tuesley within the hilly region of the Dorn Hills. You guys soon found yourselves at the top of a hill and found in the midst of a bush some Tuesley. After finding some of that Tuesley, you guys had noticed footprints and foot stomps off in the distance. As they got ever and ever closer, you guys seen off in the distance what looked to be 20 knolls. Probably about 300 feet off. In the midst of you guys trying to hide in stealth, our friend Marigold found a small hole. A cave sorts of entrance in which he and Scrappy decided to go running back. And our friend Alvera, wild shaped into a panther? Cougar. A cougar. Has she done that? She did not like the scent or the smell that was coming from out of that cave that both Marigold and Scrappy had gone into. We then find ourselves back at the hilltop with the cougar reunited with Salatia who's still staying resting on top of that one hill right around this bush trying to stealth 
The gnolls seemed to have tracked into where this loud sound had come from just moments ago. Slothyal, quickly thinking on his feet, had minor illusioned the sound of a great Etten that howled throughout the land. With a roll of a 22 on his Arcana check, I believe. Or was that performance, Jake? Arcana, I think. Arcana, that's what I believe. As he had done that, um, as he had done that, sorry guys, I just had to get, there we go. Sorry folks, I just, oh, there we go, okay. As he had done that, from the howls that were squeaking out from that minor illusion, you notice the knolls stop at the bottom of the hill from where they are. They're about 150 feet below you now, Slothiel. They all kind of stop in their tracks, not knowing whether to proceed or whether to continue. They quickly kind of come together in a large semicircle, gathering around three prominent figures that look to be dressed in somewhat ceremonial garbs of sorts. They halt their progress. Alvera, who's in wild shape as a cougar in Salatiel. You guys have a bit of moments now in the quiet as they've stopped their approach. What do you do? Can I notice any sort of like emotion? Like, can I register in? like in any distinct facial features that might signify like fear or something. Sure. Give me an insight check. Okay. Uh, 21. <laughs> you see kind of from the semicircle, you can see more of the rank and file troops that are almost surrounding these three figurehead troops. Uh, you discern a look of caution and a little bit of fear of some of more of the rank and file troops as there's apparently some conversations that are coming that have happened. I'm going to start slowly, but still, like, low, stealthily. I'm going to start trying to make my way back to that cave a bit. Alright. Would you like to make me a stealth check, then? Really, but I will. As he's moving backwards, I put a paw on him to try to <laughs> stop him from moving. You don't quite stop him, but you definitely do get, grab his attention by kind of pawing at him. What was your stealth check, Salathia? Uh, 14. 14. Alright. 
What do you do in response to Alvera's paw? That's on you. I'm not gonna say anything, but I'm gonna kind of like like look at her like 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 with some kind of concern, like what? What? I just go like this. I shake my head back and forth, saying like no. Do you see that? I'd rather be in there. No. <laughs> Going. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, um, I so, jump up and like block his way to the cave. What do you mean you jump up? You guys like kind of like kind of army crawling. Yeah, but I kind of like like scatter behind them and then like like block between him and the cave. Oh, you scamper like in front of him as he's like approaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alright, she seems to be standing her ground as you're kind of like wiggling in midst of this army crawl. Sloth, y'all. What are you doing? What are you doing? I, I bat up my nose again. I was like, no, like, like it smells bad. No. Can I un? And then I boop like, him in like, the nose, like the kind of like point at his nose. <laughs> I think I can kind of understand like what she's trying to get a a across, right? Yeah, something's going on with her nose. I'm gonna still continue to try and crawl my way past her. Sure, make me both opposing. Uh, Salafia, you can either choose acrobatics or athletics, and Alvera, you can also choose athletics, as this is more you trying to stand your ground. Four. <laughs> that wasn't good. In your cougar form. Two. Two? Oh, wait, no, what am I? No, never mind. I'm in a cougar form. Panther. Uh... I'll look it what up was here. I rolling for again? Um, athletics. Athletics. Right. What is that? Um, I'll find out for you Speaking real quick. Strength modifier. Strength. I have a plus two in strength. So is that both fours? <laughs> two fours. I think that's two fours. Cause you rolled a two, Albert. I rolled a one. Oh. <laughs> Which just isn't so, good. So Marigold, in the midst of you standing near the edge of this cave entrance, you see now off in the distance this cougar who's kind of like jumping up and down, like kind of like bouncing and trying to stop this large cloaked white robed figure who's been moving kind of army style. And you see, notice it, it kind of like looks like this dog who's really excited, but trying to stop and Slothiel continues to make ground. Slothiel, you actually make it pretty much all the way to the cave entrance with that. And you see Marigus and, sorry, Marigold and Scrappy kind of like just tucked up against, they're not too far back into the darkness. 
And then you guys hear howling from behind you once again. What are you guys doing in this split second of time? How many gnolls does it look like there is? From your guys' vantage point from before? Because you guys are away from them now. It looked like 20 or so. Um, can I? I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna cover my mouth and then I'm gonna cover Scrappy's mouth. Nice. It's just the three of us, right? Well, it's the four with Scrappy. Well, yeah, so Scrappy's a little dude. Slothiel, how big are you? Oh, he's uh, big. 6'1, six, 6'2. Six, and Marigold? Oh, I'm probably like 5'6, five, 5'7. Dang, you guys are big. Um, well, how, how big is a panther or a, or a cougar? Well, I was going to make you all ride me and I was going to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> you can get crappy. Yeah, but that's not... I don't want to save him. <laughs> Nobody wants to save him. Come on. I don't want to save Scrappy. In fact, I want him to die right now. Come on, let's go. <laughs> uh... Okay, if there's anything bad, we'll just throw Scrappy at it. It's fine. I don't want to go in the cave. Can I run further away from the cave? <laughs> You're more than welcome to, yeah. We're going to triple split the party. That's what I'm... we got to do. We got to triple split the party. We got to get quadruple split the party. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. All right. I'll run inside the cave, and then you uh, you go do something else. You go run towards the knolls. In fact, actually, I'm going to cast it again. I'm going to do a second big, a big roar. So are you going to you're going to stay out there and then cast it again? You have a split second of time. Well, like I can like well I can cast it at a range. Yep. So like I'm gonna make it sound like it's coming from outside the a cave, but I'm inside the cave. Hmm. Okay. Like it's coming from outside the cave. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. I just have to make it a little bit further outside the cave, just so that I can't. I can't do it incredibly far away. Oh. Okay. Um, okay. So, in the midst, where are you doing it? Uh, I just got to check the range on this thing again. Uh, third, uh, thirty feet. Well, that's not that far. No. Well, hopefully we scare whatever's in this cave, and also whatever is gonna try and kill us. Those gnolls. I mean, that's the plan. Did you guys actually go in the cave? I'm like just at the very entrance of the cave. I'm just like, just. Like, if, like, at the lip, you know, like, right where it becomes a cave? I'm just there. Aiden looks like he's panicking right now. <laughs> you people <Yeah>. are stressful. <laughs> he's changing the music, oh no! <laughs> there is stuff going on on the stream end that I was working on, too. And this is where we end the stream because it's uh, TPK. Come on. Mm, TPK. Eh, so, we only have three viewers anyway. Well, no, it's not uh, TPK <laughs> because Jordan can't New die. Campaign. New campaign. <laughs> oh, he could. He, he could. It's so, just going to be Jordan for the rest of the game. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, he could die somehow. Somehow. How far away are you doing this, Lothiel? Sorry? As far as I can. 
Okay. He said you so, can do it at a maximum of 30 feet. 30 feet. 30 feet. Roll me an arcana check, please. Or performance. Roll really good. Roll really good. Oh, that is pretty, pretty good. Uh, 19. 19. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm taking it. Okay. Um, and then, Elvira, you're running away from it, hey? <laughs> from the cave? Um... Like, I'm running away, but, like, I, I want to keep it in, like, sight. Like, I want to be able to see if something bad happens and it come <laughs> running and going, like, ah, out of the cave. Sure. Um, would you like to do it stealthfully or you like to do it just all out, guns a-blazing? I'm going to guns a-blaze and then uh, hopefully find a rock or a tree to kind of, like, lay low in. Okay. Make me a stealth check at disadvantage, please. Stealth at disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Good thing I have a plus six in panther mode. Wow, that's <laughs> sick. Panther. I thought it's cougar. Oh yeah. We're using the we're using the panther stat though. Eight plus six. Oh okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. There you go. Dang. All right, and then Marigold, you're just chilling. I'm so I'm like sitting, like I'm sitting down. Yeah. And I got my hand over my mouth, and I got my hand over Scrappy's mouth. <laughs> Scrappy's just kind of like, you can feel the sweat <laughs> dripping down from it, like his face. It's just yeah. kind of like, as you put him down and you're like, you can hear like noises just ever so faintly coming out from him, but it's not loud enough. So Quiet, stop talking. The noise will hear. <laughs> as he just kind of like sits there nervously. Meanwhile, Slothiel, you let out this big minor roar that just kind of apparates and as you kind of look back as you're continuing to crawl into this cave still an army crawl kind of style you look back and you see three knolls just like right above where you guys were you see them and as you're crawling into this cave you kind of make eye contact with one and it looks at you, and you look at it as you crawl into this cave. And as you kind of continue to revert your gaze back into this cave, you see the three, you see one of them kind of like whisper over to the side, and then they turn back around. Alvera, you who have mad dashed off into the distance, still watching eyesight on both of the cave and both of the knolls, you kind of see them like talking to each other. You see them hear this sound that has just apparated. You also hear it yourself. And as you kind of like duck in a low lying brush, you see the three that are up on this hilltop kind of like look at each other and turn away also. They go back down from where they came. And now we'll transition. Oh, Marigus. Marigus, you continue to sit in this kind of ramshackle of a cart with tons of gold loaded in kind of like this truck box. Meanwhile, you still see... What, what is a truck? What, what, what is a truck? What is this truck you're talking about? <laughs> uh, 
This is the DM's narration voice, but it's kind of like wrestles up against the side, and he's still quite uncomfortable from these owl bears just kind of like being all over him. And he he goes. You know, these little creatures, maybe they're not half bad after all. As he kind of like starts petting one. Ifa kind of looks over to you, Mergus. She goes, how long do you, do you think the rest of her friends will be? Well, it depends on if that old lady uh, has taken the lead of the group again. Uh, if she's leading, it's hard to say if they'll come back, let alone when. But uh, hopefully soon, I guess. She kind of like looks in disappointment. Do we have to stay here? I don't know, I'm... For one, I'm getting bored, but for two, I don't know if I feel any better. Like, I mean, who's going to be here to defend us? You, out of all people? She kind of, like, looks disheartenedly to you. Gee, thanks, lady. Magus, I'm just saying, there was four... Five people yesterday. Uh, are we in a position in which we're safer here in the midst of a null ridden forest? Or are we safer out there where at least we have companions? Not Nothing against your abilities, but... L- listen, it's... It's kind of difficult. It's... If we stay here... Lay low. They'll know where we are. They can come back. They can find us. We'll be okay. If we just take off, do you know how to get back? Because I don't think I know how to get back. And uh, if we get lost, who's coming to find us then? And then they're going to wonder where we are. We're just long gone at that point. She kind of looks at you again and I suppose you're right. I... How would you feel about us at least making distance? What, what are the chances they even find us in where we are at when they do come back to come searching? If you say, huh. I mean, we both know Alvera. She's not the, let's say she's not as sharp as she used to be. And if she is leading, maybe we could at least make it it easier for them to find us. Could we potentially think about at least moving? Not necessarily following, but. If we make it easier for them to find us, we're gonna make it easier for anything or anyone easier for those to find us. 
I would highly, highly suggest we stay right where we are. She kind of like looks around at kind of just all of her options. Make me a persuasion check, please. Alrighty. Do you want that in uh, D&D Beyond or Roll20 or? Uh, wherever you would like. Okay. Choice. Gonna go persuasion. be a 17 even though it was almost in that one she kind of looks at you and a bit of hope has returned to her face as she just kind of goes hmm well to pass the time I challenge you to do a she kind of like looks begrudgingly. Kind of like with a little smirk across her face. <clears throat> she like grabs one of her daggers out. And she goes, Um, I think as she kind of like brings her like little pack to the side, she pulls out an apple. She goes, Let's see. Gold you have got to be kidding me. From this stash that no one says a word about, that it's just maybe miscounted that we both not agree on. Whoever hits the apple takes it. And no further questions. I don't know. I guess I'm getting bored out here. You know what? I'll take you up on it. She kind of smirkingly kind of trots off about 50 feet. She kind of sets it down on kind of like a log that has kind of like come up out of the ground or fallen over throughout the years of just debris falling and trees as they've gone come and go. She kind of Returns to you with her dagger in hand. Just, you know, to make it interesting. W would you like to go first or? I would, but uh, I don't want to make you feel bad. Ladies first. She goes, ah, uh, very well. As she kind of like looks at her blade and she licks her finger for a quick second and holds it up. And she grabs the blade and she brings it right between her eyes. Try and get as good of a shot as she can. She throws it. You see this incredible throw go dashing throughout the air, tumbling forward, tumbling, tumbling, tumbling forward. Strikes right through the core of the apple, right in half. She kind of smirks to you at the side and she goes, well, that was a little easy, but 
I don't know. I feel like this isn't quite done. Maybe we can make this more interesting. What if we do double or nothing? Maybe a chance of redemption. As she kind of pulls out another apple out of her bag. Or we could do it. If you hit it as well, we continue to go against each other. What would you like? Double or nothing with your turn or redemption? Sorry, help me understand. Redemption? <laughs> Is that... Uh, she wants you to throw, and if you hit it, you guys just continue to keep on hitting them till one person misses and one person hits in a round. Or ah. the double or nothing is you get to throw first, and the pot is 200 gold. Or if you miss, she gets 200 gold. I'm going to take the double or nothing. Very well. And she kind of flips the apple that's in her palm up and she kind of sets it down in that same place. She picks up her dagger about 50 feet away and it's kind of like the dagger has just been perfectly pierced into the side. And it's just like kind of like, you know, protruding from like, you know how kind of like a pipe would be shaped? Kind of like that. It's just like perfectly pierced into the apple and she picks it up and then she actually slices the apple in half continues to slice and she gets out of the way and she's about 50 feet off as she yells to you all right let's see it patient patiently for you to get ready is Mergus using his own dagger or her dagger she kind of waits there patiently you can do whatever if you want her dagger, she's not she's not coming back to you to give her her dagger right now, but you can certainly ask for it if you'd like. No, he's not going to ask for it. No, definitely not. He pulls out his own dagger. Is there anything Marigus can do to, to try to cheat his dagger a little bit? Make it fly a little straighter? or hmm. If you have any spells that could potentially help, Anything. <laughs> A person couldn't cast Unseen Servant, hey? And have the Unseen Servant carry the dagger really quickly to the apple? You most certainly could do that. <laughs> what do I need for it? Would I have a bit of string and wood? Probably, with the dagger. Oh, yeah. Okay. Marigus will quietly cast an unseen servant. Make me a sleight of hand check. What What are the ever? Let's see what the components are. Is it unseen servant? VSM. Oh, it is. So you do have to have some sort of hand gestures to do this. So yeah, please make me a sleight of hand check. But didn't he say it's verbal too? 
Yeah. So it, it it'll all kind of corroborate. You could either make this allow you to either do a general stealth check or a sleight of hand, whichever is better. I already rolled the uh, sleight of hand, so. Uh, and that was a twelve. Twelve. See how perceptive. <laughs> She kind of like looks down for a brief second as she's like just continuing to eat this apple and twiddling her dagger. What would you like your unseen servant to do as you cast him? He now apparates kind of beside you. You see this like efflorescence kind of glow of an outline of a figure. I more or less hand him the dagger and get him to mimic my actions as I wind up the throw. Awesome. And getting ready, getting ready. Ergus winds up and thrusts forward, sending the unseen servant as quickly as he can go to stab the dagger into the apple while, like, twirling it in his he hand. He trips. <laughs> <laughs> So, as you wind up and you take these strokes, she's kind of looking on anticipation of what may happen. <laughs> you finally release this, and you know how, like, sometimes when your video game buffers for a little bit for a split <laughs> second, it kind of does that as your unseen servant takes the dagger because you're not kind of really releasing. It's like handing off a baton, kind of. But it twirls through a, out the air in like an interesting speed. It's not like ridiculously quick, but you kind of see it. It's almost like a lob shot <laughs> as it kind of like floats there. Not in really like slow, super slow motion, but like 1.1 times speed or like 0.9 times speed. It's like it looks believable, but also just like on very perceptive eyes. I thought they were just gonna take it like this and ah! <laughs> <laughs> the dagger flies straight at a stall angle. <laughs> <laughs> but very, very slow, and then like there's a little bit of a and then it goes again. That's why I specified a twirl. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was great that you specified a twirl because otherwise it would have just gone straight. So it whereas if his dagger took all about like maybe a second to reach its target yours takes about three but in the lob kind of sense it like and when it hits the apple it kind of like looks like it's kind of a, a slow butter knife kind of drawing in but it does indeed actually stick in if a turns and looks over at you and you can kind of turn around and you see ace who's been watching this whole ordeal as well Ace goes, you throw in the most interesting manner I've ever seen. Is this a <laughs> performance check to see how well he can hold a straight face? <laughs> if, uh, kind Marigus of does this kind of stuff all the time. It wouldn't be hard for him to hold a straight face. Especially with gold on the line. Ifa kind of turns and looks at you, and she goes, Interesting technique. 
She like looks at the dagger that's like impaled into the apple. The unseen servant, like I, he backs him away a little bit so that she can't accidentally collide with the unseen servant. Sure. Sure. She kind of like looks at it and she goes, <coughs> well, I suppose fair is only fair. It, tell me though, uh, how did you manage to throw it so slow yet so accurately? Lady, you develop a certain set of skills playing darts in the tavern as often as I do. Kind of. He goes and brings the apple with the dagger still in it with you. You didn't lie. That was impressive. That was that was really impressive. I was waiting to bait you into a deception check, but no, you, <laughs> you weren't lying with that. So. Who knows? I, I want to give you inspiration for that, Ashley. That yes. was a great answer. Uh, as she kind of comes and returns with the, the apple and the dagger, and she goes, well, I guess the gold and the money is for you. And she gives you both the apple and the dagger as she continues to take pieces out of her own, slicing it up with her own dagger. And now we will transition back to the rest of our crew, who is half in a bush, kind of off and about, and then the rest are at the, like, cave entrance. Alvera, you see these gnolls that continue to back away, kind of off into the distance. What do you do? You I lose. see the gnolls? Yeah, you see them, and then they crest over the hilltop, and you can no longer see them. Um, with my hearing, can I hear what's going on in the cave between the boys? <laughs> the boys. Sure. Let's, let's transition to them to see what they are actually indeed talking about. Hang okay. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. <clears throat> I want to know if I can do this. Would I have brought, would, would I, I, I mean, I assume I have like a bag, right? I, ha I have... I have a bag. You with stuff you have in a it, tent. Right? You had a whole yeah. Tent. I I left I left the tent back at the at the other place. You did. I remember I left it with Marigus. Brother, do not worry. I've not farted in your tent. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two man tent. I I thought you would be sleeping in it. Um, okay, but I I do have something in my bed that I'd like to use. I have a candle. Can I uh? Can I possibly light a candle in this in this cave? <laughs> most, <laughs> you most certainly may. You most I don't know how much a candle is going to light up stuff. Does it say how much it lights up? Five feet. Dim light. Oh, bright light in a five-foot radius and dim light an additional five feet. Okay. Okay. Do I have to have something to light it with or like... Do you, do you have a torch? I don't have a torch. I only have a candle. You have a candle. <laughs> right. I think it makes more like sense that Marigold would have a candle. Yeah, a with your character, it for sure does. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would imagine you have enough fire starting ability just naturally on you. You probably have some flint and yeah, that kind of, okay. and probably yeah, you probably have enough. 
Yeah. I'm, okay. I want to light a candle. Play that. At extreme, but yes. So you're able to light it, and as you kind of light it, it does give off this faint light. Bright light for all about five feet, and as you kind of like light it, you can see Salathiel, who's now kind of like rested up against the same kind of wall with you. And you can see his like ever floating white hair just kind of beside you and Scrappy. You still have your mouth against Scrappy's mouth and he goes. I'm just like listening to see if the gnolls like, cause I didn't see them, right? I imagine I didn't see them. I'm just no. like listening to see if I can still hear things going on outside the cave. You're listening to hear? Yeah, I'm just listening to hear. Well, I mean, I'm I'm listening specifically to hear if there's any noise going on outside the cave, but I'm just trying to listen and hear. Sure, make me a perception check. Sure. Wait, are me and Marigold trying to listen for each other? <laughs> 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 We're both just super quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, make be... me oh! a perception check to Elver now. What was, perception what was check. Can we do a yeah. perception. Yep. Oh, 23. Oh, damn. <laughs> 23. All right. All right. So, Marigold, you can actually, you would tune into almost like the sharpest hearing that you can hear. And you more so get the, the same kind of wind blowing and just the grasses blowing throughout the breeze outside but you actually are also attuned to what's further down what this cave might be mm. you just hear like drops of water bloop, bloop, bloop. coming from kind of the distance and you just kind of like here and there's there's no noise no indication of anything that's deeper down and from outside, from what you hear beyond the cave to outside of it, is just kind of generic, like, some birds off in the distance, but peaceful otherwise. You don't feel or hear any of that grand stomping. Okay. But I'm gonna just... as you kind of in tune, you hear deeper into the cave and you, it continues to go in. I'm just gonna like turn to Salathiel and just and just kind of whisper. What, what do you What do you think we should do? Should we Should we wait here? What What do you want? Like, I don't know. Like, should we try and go in deeper? I think we may have been found out. I have a plan, but there's a good chance it might not work. But. Uh, let, let me hear it. We gotta go back out there. <laughs> what? I locked what eyes you... with one of the Hanols as he saw me going in, in, uh, in here. I think so, he went so, to so, a. So, I think so they, he went to alert the rest of the pack. So they know we're in here. They might, yes. And you want us to go back out there? I have an idea, but it's very, very, very risky. I, I don't like the sound of that at all. 
Neither do I, but why, it's why either we... we're stuck in this cave and hope there's a different way out. Or there's my option. Well, okay, I can't hear anything in the cave. Nor can I. Can I try and, like, listen to stuff now? <laughs> can I, like, try and, like, hear anything going on in, in this cave? Sure, make me a perception check. Four. Four? <laughs> yeah. Four. You can kind of hear, like, Scrappy just kind of squirming and squealing in the midst of you guys having this talk. Alvera. My hand's still on Scrappy's mouth, by the way. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Wise yep. yep. <laughs> <Mine's> choice. Yes. <laughs> Alvera, you, um, from your hearing, you see, you don't hear really anything. Um, you don't really see anything either from your vantage point. You're probably about 40 feet away this low-lying brush. So you're welcome to do something else in the midst. You're kind of unsuccessful on tuning, attuning your ears to whatever might be going on, whether outside the um, or inside. I do... <laughs> And I can't hear anything outside the cave. Like, it sounds like the gnolls are kind of gone-ish. No. Can't gather that. Okay, well, I'll make my way towards the cave again to make sure they're not dead yet. Can, I, I want to talk back to Salatiel, if that's okay. Sure. Well, first... Okay, I just... So so what? what's your plan, though? What, what, what did you want to do? I kind of wanted to draw them in and head a different way. How, how many did you see? I only saw three, I think. You only saw three? I it only like, saw three, but there it, was definitely more than, than three. It, it sounded like there was a lot of them. There's definitely I, more than, than I, three. So... I have an idea. You might not like it, though, either. This is also a very risky play. Well, an idea is an idea, so let's hear it. We could hide a little deeper in this cave, and then it sound, if they knew, if they saw you, but they didn't come in, they must be hesitant to come in here. We could act like some giant animal in here and maybe spook them and maybe... We could ambush them almost. Well, that's what I tried to do, but then they made their way towards us. Okay. So I'm thinking the loud sounds might not work here. Well, okay. Can I peek back outside to see if, like, if they've moved? Like, very, like, stealthily peek back outside. Like, just kind of, like, peek my eyes around the corner. Sure. Make me... Yeah. Make me a stealth check. 17? Nice. As you kind of peer around from the edge of the corner, they appear to be gone. It's probably been about a good five minutes now. 
There's no indication of them. I'm going to go up to the cave and uh, because I see him coming out of the mouth of it probably, right? You could probably see a candle going on inside too. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go up to the cave and then I'm going to go back to human form. So as you guys continue to uh, so in the midst of you like turning around and peering over kind of your shoulder, you see this panther Sorry, this cougar approach again, and all of a sudden reverts back into Alvera. You were there. Get down, get down. I walk casually. Why did I think that that was going to work? Have you come back in the cave, Salathiel? Yeah, well, I was always in the cave. Oh, okay, like, okay. Like, like, I, I start. I'm, I'm close enough that they can hear me talk, right? Uh, you're you're at the foot of the cave. You're right there. You guys are oh, okay. all right in, within voice and eye shot at each other. Are we can't doing? go into Come the, in cave. the cave. Come in the cave. We can't go into the cave. What? You, there's there's. There's bad guys outside. What do you mean? There's bad guys inside. I no just idea. listened. There's nothing in the cave. I just heard. I could smell it. Oh, maybe he's gone now. No. There's rotten flesh. There is blood. There rotten. is It's rotten. That means it's dead and it's been dead for a while. It's probably some rat. What if it was only dead for 2 days? I don't think we should risk it. I think we should go back to Iffy now that we found what we found. And Ace, he's dying. Can I just use my candle a little bit to see if there's anything further in the cave? No. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't want to like out. move in. I don't want to move <laughs> into the cave. I just want to like see if there's like, like just from my point of view, if there's anything nice in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> so how deep are you going? Nice cave? Oh. I don't want to go much deeper. I just want to kind of like like. Look, point it at and at see if there's like anything I can see, like scratch marks, blood, anything like that, sure. or you know, treasure. Sure. As you <laughs> go deeper, <laughs> treasure. As you go deeper. Hang on, hang on, hang on. How much deeper are you making me go? I don't want to go. I'm not. I'm not dungeon delving in here. <laughs> he says, "Oh, now you're thir you're, you're all the way in the bottom. Oh, of the you're cave. 50 feet now. There's a you know, there's a big monster there, and he kills you. When you don't trust the DM, giant rats. It starts getting a little slimy. We have to catch it on I fire, and everyone almost dies. Of D and D, never trust the DM. <laughs> Yeah, when the DM gives it's, you two options, both options are bad. Choose a third. It's like the number one rule. So. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll, okay, I'm gonna go maybe five maximum ten feet deeper into the yeah. cave. So as you as you do that, as you do that, Marigold, you do indeed go that ten feet deeper. Um, but the cave is unremarkable. Um, make me an investigation check to see scratch marks or any indication of what you might have been looking for um uh 13 
Fifteen. Yeah, so as you kind of like go up against the side of the walls, um, the the diameter of kind of the semicircle, which is this cave, um, is probably about ten feet. So you kind of like go up against the sides of these walls are just jagged rock and mud. Um, mm. The ground that you're standing on, you notice it is well padded down. Um, it's as though it's been traversed, or at least something has done it and so which creates a hard surface even though it is much just mud and stone um there's no scratch marks not there's on no these blood walls. nope there's nothing really unremarkable it's just kind of your general mud and rock again this this bright light that goes off even into dim light isn't really giving you a lot to go off of but you do know that this kind of area this entrance bends off and continues off to the right do i smell anything you kind of smell like this just dank, dank. like damp just smells like a, just smells like a cave yeah it smells dank and damp. <laughs> i am using my druid craft to make it smell like a skunk <laughs> sure but i already just smelt it well, it, now you're going to smell like. skunk. Sure. So in the meantime, Elvira, as you get this great, fantastic idea, Druidcraft, as a cantrip, you just kind of apparate. What's the range on that? 30 feet. Oh, sure, yeah. So you fill this kind of whole 30 feet radius, and it just stinks horribly. Now, Marigold, as you continue to walk like a skunk. It's... Uh... Well, it, it, there's nothing remarkable about this cave, right? Just now it just smells. But is the smell emanating from the mouth of the cave? It just kind of goes all over the place. It just kind of is within your vicinity. And you see that the cave continues to go on. Like, your light gives you only so much. Hmm. But you see that this tunnel I, continues to lead. I can still see them though, right? Yep. Uh, barely, because that dim light, it only gives off, what, 20 feet of dim light? Or 10 uh, feet of dim light? I think, like, 5 feet of dim light. <laughs> 5 feet of bright and 5 feet of dim? Then, yeah, yeah. You, you would barely, if at all, see them. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll start, I guess I'll start walking back. Sure. To the to where at least I imagine yep. the mouth of the cave yep. is. I imagine I imagine I can see the light at the at the mouth of it though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'll just blow up my candle. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Let's. I think it doesn't seem like there's anything in here, but there's still knolls out here. We got to be careful. We can't just go walk around normally. I just don't trust that this cave has a different way out. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm also using Druid Craft to snuff out the candle. I, I already blew it out. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I have five more, by the way. <laughs> I, I mean, you still have that candle. Like, that yeah. candle can be relit. Yeah, I guess it's true. Um, so, like, what did you see down there? Like, does the cave bend? It just, 
I can't see much. It's pretty dark, but it just looks like a cave. It, whatever made it or, you know, however it was formed, it's nothing special. There's nothing unordinary about it. it smelled like a skunk. I'll give her, like, a stare. Just, like... I won't say anything. I'm just going to stare at her. <laughs> How do you know it was me? I don't know it's you. I'm just staring at you. Just oh. Interesting observation. Do you people trust me? <laughs> do you people trust me? This could work. What could right. work? Salatiel's got a plan. I have a plan. This might work. Or it could backfire horribly. A plan. Oh, goody. Let's hear. It's called going in the cave. No, I'm just joking. I locked eyes with one of those gnolls. And I came into this cave. I have a feeling that they just might have went back to inform the pack that we might be in, in here. If I could lure them, them in, we'd need a horse. And I'm looking at you. Like, I'm, I'm like, Silothiel is actually, like, staring at Alvair, like, trying to, like, what, we're where, gonna where need a horse. Where are we gonna get a horse? Where are we gonna get a horse? She's done it before, come on. I, I, I don't think I've seen her transform, have I? I don't think so. Um, I think everyone's seen me transform into a horse, and everyone is very confused. Oh, sorry, the, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I was you the were a only horse. one who like didn't react at all because like I saw it coming. Yeah, everyone else was kind of like. That's right. I turned into a horse. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, we need a horse. We might. Yes. Well, where on earth are you gonna find a horse around here? Come on. Now we're now we're all staring at you. This is our only chance of escape. Well, do you know a horse call? <sighs> We're gonna die out here. <laughs> I look back outside. I want to see if there... I can see a thing. Wait. As you turn to look outside, you guys hear a scream from deeper inside the cave. A what kind of scream? It sounds like Scrappy. Oh, oh, oh my no! Scrappy! No! Are you kidding me? Uh, and now oh, we'll transition to Marius. You gotta be kidding me. Uh, no! Scrappy. Oh. You had to let go of the gnome, huh? Oh. <laughs> And no one knew he left. Well, he's no. a small guy. Salafiel, this is your job. He's yours. Oh he's not. so happy that he didn't that that Colby didn't come because he's like, oh, just send no. Yeah, no well, he's still uh, okay. Let's be honest. Colby, yeah, he would. Let's admit he Colby would have done that. Colby would have done that. <laughs> or he would have gone and tried to flay all eighteen, nineteen gnomes. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was with thinking. like two axes. Oh my God. Or just two knives. <laughs> I was thinking what he would either do, so I rolled a d20 and that decided for me. Oh. But, oh yeah, the d20. 
<laughs> what a but, what a fair dice it is. <laughs> fair Plenty. Dice. So, anyways, we transition to Marigus. Marigus, in the meantime, you kind of gather up your 200 gold pieces that you kind of like lock eyes with both both Ace and if Ace is continuing to pet the um, the little owl bear cubs that are there, kind of still in the midst of you guys. And as you gather up, Ace kind of goes, "What are you gonna do with all that money?" What money? Kind of smiles at you. Touche. He kind of like looks kind of at his surroundings and he goes, <clears throat> So I, I never I never fully understood this about you, Marius. Why are you so shifty? Well, it's interesting that you use the word shifty. I prefer crafty. Just kind of the way things go, I kind of got to know the right or wrong people, if you will. And uh, turns out you uh, start having to do jobs for people. And after you've done a few jobs for people, people want you to do other jobs for them. And uh, next thing you know, you're stealing random valuables from the castle. Or borrowing. This is the kind of work you enjoy? Well, it's not my first choice. It's, uh... To tell you the truth, I prefer to play music. Every so often down at the tavern, I, uh... Whenever I get the opportunity, I'll play some songs, tell some jokes, put on a crowd, make people smile. But, uh... Turns out it's really hard to buy food and ale at the tavern with smiles. So the guy's got to do what he's got to do, you know? I suppose you're right. Uh, one last question, if I may. Why do you pretend to be your brother? At times, around certain crowds, why don't you like to be seen around it with him around town? Whenever I feel like there's a conversation about Marigold and Or are you never part of that conversation? People almost don't even think you exist. You know, sometimes my brother can uh cast a bit of a shadow, if you know what I mean. All the way growing up, parents always loved him, and I was always kind of the uh, the lesser. But he was always the shining example. He was smart. He could sing better. He could do all this stuff that people cared about, whereas the things that I was good at and put my efforts into were uh, things that didn't people didn't quite appreciate quite as much. Kind of looks at you. So do you hate him? 
I wouldn't say that I hate him. He is my brother, after all. I'd never betray him, and I would hope he wouldn't betray me if it was convenient. This kind of goes... <sighs> I get that. Problems with family. Some people have them, some people don't. Sometimes it makes it makes you stronger. Sometimes it makes you weaker. Tears you apart. Sometimes it tears you apart, exactly. Um, I, before we came out to find Ifa, thankfully we have Ifa. She kind of just smiles as she's just kind of in the background, just kind of somewhat overhearing this conversation. Uh, I got a letter from my family. Um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I look a little different. He kind of like looks at his skin. Um, I come from um, what I thought was a kinder part of Agile Shea. The northeastern region. My family was actually um, a sense of royalty there. Um, I came from a good family. Good brothers, good sisters, mother and father. Full of honor and pride in our people and our work. Um, I came to Dossio when I was young to come train. It was kind of um, a sort of um, adventure schooling or um, a remote schooling if you'd like. Come to train under the Dayunes and the Dayunes sent one of their own to our court. Um, before we went on this, just about a day or two ago, um, I received a letter. My family's been overtaken. I, if I shall recover from this, which I seem to be doing at a remarkable pace, Don't know if I can help out with our task at hand. As he like looks at you to make sure you're keeping quiet with like Ifa in the backdrop. I don't mean to leave you guys. I've been assigned this task, but I feel there's a greater task at hand. Is it uh, something that pays more? You kind of come again? Does it pay more? You say the greater task at hand. Is there any uh, gold in it for you? Right. You're a man of higher right and only speak of in 
cost of terms and money and what there is to gain. Um, think of it like this. Um, if honor was something that you could turn into a currency, it would be like platinum. It would make you a really rich man. Now, if somebody stole all of your honor and that which your family has amassed over time, you would want to go see it brought back, would you not? I suppose. Now, this honor might come with that platinum that we speak of, but I assure you will make me one rich man then again. So, no, it, it doesn't pay, but will make me richer than one could ever expect. And so, I don't mean to back down on my word. And I hate to leave. I feel I must. Well, I, I mean, like, go. I mean, like, do do whatever you want, right? I would like to go now. As he kind of gets up. From the cart. I can walk. Do you even know the way out of here? Do you know how to get home? Kind of looks around. Well, if I'm correct and I know my geography from my studies, we get to the eastern, the western end of the Dorn Pines in which we are and we follow the tree line of where it meets the hills and we follow that south we'll at least get back onto the road and then we just have to carry west there i don't know exactly how high we are within these pines but if we can at least break the tree line then we can just follow it south Now, you don't have to follow me, and if keeping this money is what you desire, then I shall take it on my own. But you no longer need to feel like you need to watch over me, if that's indeed what you were even doing or caring about in the first place. She kind of gives you kind of a look. You know, you're not so bad, Ace. I've grown appreciation for you over the time. I'm glad to see you're going to make it. He looks at you and he goes, I may not respect what you do, But you carry yourself in such a way that you are not void of honor. And whether you cherish that or not, find it of any worth. You 
still have lots to offer, regardless of what you carry in your pocket. I wish you and the rest of them well. If you would like to keep me company, even just to the edge. He kind of looks at the wagon. It'd probably be easiest, even if you wanted to grab all this gold back. Probably be easiest on flat ground. I can maybe even help pull the wagon, but if you're happy with where you guys are right now, I don't want to take that away from you. He kind of gets up and steps off of the cart. Listen, I mean, the others, they're going to come back. They're going to be looking for us. They left us here. I don't want to leave the princess here on her own. Might be best if I hang back. He goes and looks at Ifa. Ifa, would you like to come with me? Or would you like to stay with Margus? Margus, I'm going to get you to roll persuasion check. As she's both kind of heard you guys' story. Ooh, 21 for persuasion. Peace. <gasps> kind of makes this like kind of puppy dog eyes as he looks over at if I, she looks over at you, Marigus. If it goes, well, I can't let Marigus get away with all this gold, can I? She kind of laughs. I'll stay with him. You've seemed to regain your strength, Ace. Wish you well. But, if I were to go with you, I think I trust Marigus and his ability to defend me better than a man still in pain. And she kind of like looks over at you in still reflection of kind of the biting comment that she said earlier. <laughs> trying to make amends for it. She goes, I wish you well, Ace, and whatever the future holds for you. And I hope to see you one day again soon, if you leave. Let's go. If, uh, nothing would make me happier to see you once again. If that's what the future holds for us, then so be it. Would make me very honored indeed. Kind of bows to both of you. Take care of your brother for me, Marius. I can only do what I can do. Indeed. Farewell. As he kind of turns around and walks. <laughs> Marigus quietly plays a sad song on the uh, 
on his bagpipes. Owlbears. That's how that is. Let me roll. See what they do. Hmm. One stays back with you. And the other continues to walk off into the distance with Ace. As if I kind of picks up the little owl bear cub that is now normalized to you guys and kind of holds it in her arms. You go, ah, <clears throat> this little boy is a lot heavier than I thought. And she puts him down. <sighs> I guess that just leaves you and me now. And all this gold, as she kind of smiles. Well, at least you've got the gold. She kind of smirks and nods. Indeed. As you guys just kind of watch, kind of face fade off into the distance. Now, we pick up with our friends who just heard screaming <laughs> Scrappy <laughs> from the cave. Nice send-off, by the way, for uh, the ace character. But, like, totally out of character. Where he literally went looking for Toosley for nothing. Because yeah, he's gone, and he got better. Sounds alright. <laughs> so we almost, we're dying for nothing. We're gonna TPK. <laughs> we're gonna die, and then no. the two characters that are left are gonna come back and realize that he's gone and fine. It's a TPK for drama. Lindsay, that's what it's for. <laughs> wow. He he does have a task at hand, and what was holding him off before was his ability not to even function. But his quest because he's is, too in love. His his so, quest was to get Ifa, and he's returned Ifa safely. So no, he hasn't. He got. He hasn't done that actually, but <laughs> that's okay. He, he uh, tried his hardest. He tried his hardest. He rolled a nat one to convince <clears throat> Ifa to come with him. But wow, he rolled a nat one. To be she hates him Man. right now. Yeah, he's not a very good guy. Yeah, she can't explain it, but she feels distinctly disgusted <laughs> at the thought of going with him. <laughs> she's kind of she's kind of unimpressed that he would leave his friends. That had mm. gone on this quest mm. yeah. to go save him. So now it's just her and Marigold. Why didn't they go? <laughs> Marigus. Well, don't gi oh, that, give them a second. They they might be leaving now. Well, Mar uh, Ace tried to convince Marigus. Marigus stayed. Wanted to stay. Wow. Because he, he knows that I'm out here trying to help him out. <laughs> just he joking. made his decision. Um. Okay, so we hear Scrappy. Yes. You guys hear uh, like a squeal of Scrappy from probably... Can I... I'm just gonna like... Where, I'm just gonna sort of whisper, where, where'd Scrappy go? Is he... So I'm gonna look where he was. Is he not there anymore? No. Of course not. No. 
We gotta go. We gotta go, guys. There's something in this cave. We gotta get out of this cave. But what about Scrappy? We can't leave him. As far as I'm concerned, I think he's already gone. <laughs> you know, I don't like the guy as much as anybody else, but I think we still have to show a little compassion when it comes to him. You didn't want to go in this cave. You were the one that wanted us to get out of this cave. That was before one of our own companions went in. Oh. We're just going to walk blindly in this cave. We know that there's some bad thing in there. Well, you have a candle. It won't be that blind. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think we should just get out of here. Well, what if we could lure whatever it is in there out of there? And that way we can fight it on our turf rather than inside the cave on its. I think Jake's trying to say something. Yeah, what were you trying to say, Salathiel? Jake is experiencing some internet issues. Oh, it's me. What the hell? Can I find a rock? <laughs> Where are you throwing the rock? We've <laughs> got a robot in here. We've gone 50,000 years in the future. Here. You guys, what I'll say we'll do, because I have this slide prepared, we'll go into a slight break in the meantime while we get Jake figured out. We'll wow. We'll be back soon. I know. Yeah, we get, finally get to use this break slide. Okay, so we'll be back soon. I am here.